It's episode three. Morning. Oh, no, it isn't. It's episode seven? No, no, no. Okay. This is episode three. Okay, it's episode three. <laughs> <laughs> Morning, Scott. How you doing? I haven't I'm, seen you in a couple of days. I know. I'm not too bad. I've been... Um, uh, well, I worked I work this weekend at a, a gaming convention to do mental health and gaming, um, which was always a fun, but it's kind of kind of fucked my week a bit because <laughs> the last two days have been it's been like working from home and a, a day off. But um, but you're back in now. But I'm back. And we're in. doing this. Yeah, I'm, I have literally got a day full of podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> what today? Yeah, I only got an hour break. And this is the best one though. This is the <laughs> yeah, best. yeah, this, yeah, this yeah. is the highlight we're kicking <laughs> off. What about you? Yeah, I've had a good. I've been ill. I've been ill, so I've had a good, yeah. good week. But um, you've been ill. Yeah, I've been ill. So um, I'm, this is the first day this week that I feel like I'm excited for this. Mm. I, I'm, I'm on. I'm like yeah. pumped for this morning. I'll be look, looking forward to doing this. So funny, like I put in my calendar. Obviously, putting this in my calendar every week. I just I look forward to it. Like I've been emailing you at the at the weekend, even when I was ill, it's messaging fun. you. Like you know mate, what I've. I've found because at the weekend when I was doing because I was doing these podcasts with RTX people, um, and I find podcasting really therapeutic, and like I've I've literally tried it the last couple of days, just setting up mics, not necessarily these ones, just setting up mics and treating like uh, whether you're brainstorming something or just having a conversation with somebody as a podcast. Yeah, it just feels really really productive, yeah. regardless of what you're actually doing with cool, it. Oh, cool. Yeah, it, changed, it definitely changes the tone. Yeah. And, um, yeah, people are listening to these, you know. So, obviously, there's, like, I, I, I have joked, there's not a lot of people listening. But in the first episode, I think we've had 50 individual people listen, that's which decent. is cool. That's cool. Uh, the second episode had similar. Um, so, we'll see how we get on with this one. Consistent listeners. Yeah, it's cool. Shout out to cool. the super fans. <laughs> <laughs> the team. I was, and then on my voice notes during the week, I've been... Someone asked me last night, because um, I, I start them like, yes, team. And obviously, I send the voice notes to the Sanctus team. Yeah. But really, like, I'm also, I'm really meaning, like, the people that are listening to this, like, it's cool. We've got a little, you know, group of people listening. So, yeah, it, it's, it just makes it more exciting. Yeah. And this week, well, from what I know, we're going to talk about Millionaire 25. Well, that, that's our title, isn't it? Yeah, I think we'll, that's the, that's the thumbnail for the, for the minute. Let's that's see what fun. we actually talk <laughs> yeah, about. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, I don't know. Have you seen? So at the weekend, I was really ill, and literally in bed all weekend. And I watched. I don't know if you've seen it. Ed Sheeran's. I know I'm going. This. I'll I'll come back around. Just trust all me. Right. Um, Ed Sheeran's new film that he made with his cousin called Songwriter. Have you heard of it? No. So <laughs> it's like a documentary behind the scenes of like how they write music and how they came up with his last album. And it's literally watching him in the studio with nothing starting to play kind of like a bit of a he just finds a few chords and then it just comes together and you watch the the songs like come to life and the first i, I was just you know how much like especially when he, i was younger watching ed sheeran because i was in first year of uni and then he blew up in my in in first year and i he was honestly like i know it sounds ridiculous and i know I just sound like a fanboy, but he was like my idol because I watched a, a guy my age do so well. Literally within the, my in my first year of uni, I went out a bit. I did my watch it thing, mm. and I was like, "Oh, cool! I'm doing so. I'm doing really well." And then I've seen this other guy who's my age go from nothing to being on the like the Brits and the top of the charts. It was like George Ezra for me. 
Really? Was that yeah. your Ed Sheeran? Yeah, so, yeah, so we're, everyone, maybe everyone's got yeah, one. Yeah. And I became like a bit obsessed with him. Like I watched every single video he did. I, I raved about him. And then like fast forward to now, I've watched this document, this documentary. And the first scene, well, there's, there's two bits. Oh, I could go on about it this whole episode. He gets off stage, 80,000 people, straight off the stage. He walks in. And Benny Blanco's producer is in his changing room, in his dressing room, and Ed's like, have you finished it yet? The minute he gets off stage and Benny Blanco is like mastering or finishing off the final edit of a song that Ed's written in the tra- in their tour bus on the way to the show. Really? It's like the second he gets off, all he wants to know is like, where's that new song at? And then the next scene, they get out of the dressing room, into the tour bus, and Ed's just playing these chords and he basically writes Love Yourself, Justin Bieber's song, on the bus at like two o'clock in the morning. And I was just like, oh my God. He's like a, what I love about him is he's like an, um, an auteur of music. Like you, you, can, you can hear when he's written a song. Like, wait, like, because he, he writes so many popular songs and then you're like, somebody's like, oh, I children wrote that. And you're like, yeah, yeah, I can definitely mm. hear that. Yeah, yeah, Especially yeah. Especially like Love Yourself. Mm. It's crazy how much he writes. He just, just yeah. And the reason I'm talking about it is because you don't see that graph. Like I also remember there was people like I'm. I'm not even joking. This is the kind of stuff I used to think it. it and I still kind of do. Like Neymar. <laughs> I used to look at Neymar when I was like the footballer and be like, he's younger than me. I couldn't even. I didn't even want to think about it mm. because I used to. It used to get me down that someone younger than me was doing so well and I couldn't understand it. And it, and it would honestly, dep- it would get me down. Yeah. Genuinely, like I'm not even joking, it would make me feel shit about myself. I get that though. Yeah, and, but this is what this documentary did for me. It shows like, he's 27 now, Ed. It shows footage of him when he's 10, like trying to write songs. And he's in he's in studios at nine, in yeah. recording. He's been doing it for twenty years. Like, it, of course, like, and he, he's gra- he, he's grafted. Like, I know, I know now he's now he's famous. To be honest, I'm less interested in him because he's he's risen. I love watching people rise. And once they've risen, I'm a bit like, okay, you've you've well yeah. done. Mainstream. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, but I love watching how they get there. Yeah, yeah, I get that. So to watch that behind the scenes, and. One of the best bits, sorry, I know I'm going on about this, but one of the best bits of the documentary, he goes back into this school, and mm. this is where I wanted to bring it back to like business and stuff. And he's speaking to these, they're in like secondary school, I think, like year nines, and there's only five of them, and they're all interested in writing music. And he just, this, this one line he says that I will always like try and like remember is, he just said, it's like a tap. So you imagine like a dirty tap, and you turn on the water and it's, dirty water, dirty water. And you're writing songs and, and they're not good, it's dirty. But then eventually a bit of like clean water comes out, clean water comes out and then still a bit of grit in it. And then eventually it's just flowing, yeah, flowing. And he said, your best songs are in five years. So keep writing, even if the song's shit, finish it, get it out, get that dirty water out and keep writing. And then your best songs will be in five years. And I was like, that's literally it. 
That's literally what, it. In terms of business? In terms of everything. Just life. In terms of everything. Like, I'm looking... When I think about Sanctus now, all the stuff I'm doing now, I've learned over the last five years. Do you reckon that five years is it like? It's such important? a good. It's it's just a good window to get people to really think, not about now, about keep stick at this for five years, stick stick at doing this talking business podcast for five years, and then say this this episode will be absolutely awful when we look back in five years, <laughs> but. You will you will only learn and get better at it and become the best at it like he is by doing it every day for five years. What do you feel like when you see Neymar or okay, let's say let's say Mbappé or somebody I like yeah, younger yeah. A now? Modern football. Do you get the same feeling now? No. No. Why? What's different now compared to then? I'm starting to realise they have worked. Uh, definitely there's some people in the world that are like strikes of lightning that have things have happened in their life and it's it's almost there is a bit of luck in there yeah and naturally things have happened they've got to a certain place you you might as well disregard those people completely like there's no point in fixating on those people that but i I think i've realized now i'm a bit older how hard even at this young these young ages these people have worked and how much they've sacrificed to get to where they are like these young footballers, like Bieber, like I've seen videos of Bieber when he was like eight as well, like making music at eight. I mean, what 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 are they doing? Like, what was I doing at eight? I could, so, and they just they just do it every day, every single day, and they love it and they keep doing it. So I think I've realised like I'm not like. Yeah, I'm not like jealous or I'm starting to understand like the dedication and how much hard work has to go in every single day, basically, to get somewhere. Well, I just say it's like these are the people with natural talent. And Mm. like not saying that people aren't naturally talented, but like these are people with like unique world class talents like when it comes to football and Mm. cheering. And that's not to say you can't be the same level as them, Mm. but like your talent. Mm. will take different kind of development even if you wanted to like it's not off the cards if you're yeah. 20 odd and they've hit like the big time by yeah, 21 yeah. 22 i think the other thing that they're really fortunate to have is at a young age they've tried something that's really connected with who they are so you can see it in the videos with Ed. And they love it yeah. he, he's playing this guitar and he loves it at mm. like a really young age it's all he wants to do and when i play football i, t- I tell this story so often but um, when I played football, when I was younger, uh, I played for Derby, played for Derby County when I was younger uh, in like the academy. And there was one lad there, the only lad that really made it and is now a professional footballer earning like seven, like he's a millionaire. Uh, he loved football. They would tell him. You're going to name drop? His name's Jordan Much. I don't know if you'd know. Yeah, I know Jordan Much. He, I know my football. <laughs> he literally, they would tell him, do not turn up tomorrow. Do not come. There's no training. The, 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 it's closed and apparently he still turned up with his boots eight o'clock he just all he wanted to do was play football you th- th- like it's the same with like Ronaldo and that like Ronaldo um, when he came to Juve obviously you don't hear about it as much mm. because he's been at Real for so long but then the players at Juve were just like there is no doubt about it. He's the first person, there. <laughs> yeah. the last person to leave. Yeah, see, and I'm not like thirty odd. Like, yeah, so many people would go. I'm the best in the world. Why do That's I need it. to train? But I think 
the my yeah exactly but my my point is like Jordan knew from a young age at Derby this is him yeah when I was playing there I I enjoyed football but I didn't wake up every morning thinking about it I didn't wake up every morning wanting to be on the pitch and that's so so then I'm getting to 16 17 seeing him start to make it seeing other people start to make it in their fields and I'm like what am I gonna do what's me can I ask what do you wake up in the morning and go to sleep thinking about now I think about I think about Sanctus honestly if you mm. if you ask Tash my girlfriend like honestly I'm lying awake at, at night and she's like what are you thinking about and I'm like thinking about like a new product that we and but like isn't that yeah like, isn't that it like it's just taking you longer in life to realize what exactly what is that thing for you exactly um, and I, I always find like there's no like there's kind of no bullshit in life like the people that make it the people that love it um uh, obviously there are exceptions but you know like mm. you don't get somewhere without loving what you do mm. and I, I honestly think that the most and the thing that everyone loves seeing is just pure passion mm. and like you you live it through and through but and that's that's what when you have that yeah. it, it what happens is you work really hard at it so because you want to. You're yeah. not doing it for any, coming back to the last episode. You're not doing it for anyone else. You're doing it because you want to because yeah. you love it. And you know you love it and you and know that's it. And that's it. Yeah. And then you also what happened so again going back to Ed, it attracts other people because you're giving off this pureness, this yeah. like passion. People people love it. Pe so people around you so then he started to attract like on his first tour that he ever did these songwriters that now have helped him write his next album and stuff. And it, it just comes to things happen because you're pursuing your thing and that attracts other people that can see that in you. And they're like, that's, I, I get that. That's what I'm like. But if you're, yeah, like I remember in the football scene, like I was good at football, but it wasn't me and I didn't click. I didn't enjoy it there. Even though I was good, I was just doing it because I was good. And I, I, I remember like in the change room, I didn't really feel the hobby. Yeah, whereas the first time I did like a meeting or there were little things in the first days of like my first businesses where I was like, got this rush of like, whoa, that's exciting. Yeah. Um, what what yeah. I'm hearing is like, because I imagine, I mean, I'm not too sure what the demographic or the audience will be. Yeah. But like, I'll be, I know some people will be thinking, I don't have that. Yeah. I, I don't have that thing in life. I don't really care for what I do. Mm. Um, I don't really know what I love. Yeah. Like, how did you get to the point that you knew you were doing what you loved? Such a yes, mate. <laughs> I'm good, good at that. I'm good. At <laughs> good question. People have been saying they like the questions. We haven't even scripted. We're not even scripting it. Um, what did I? So I knew. So I'm gonna bring my dad back into this because, I mean, it's not a therapy session. This, but yeah. I am talking to you. Um, and he really wanted. He was like, well, "Look, you love like you. You're good at football. Keep doing it." And uh, I was like, I don't really. And I knew that deep down, I knew it wasn't quite me. So you've got to stop. The only way to pursue something else is to either find the time to pursue something else. Or for me, playing football, I was playing five, six times a week. So I had to stop because it was my whole childhood. So the minute I stopped, I then had a bit of a gap. But then I started to like, literally just, this is where it's like, I started things that made no sense to anybody else, that didn't even make sense to me. I, ju I just started doing things that I found interesting. And I'm not even joking, things like this, mate. I wanted to try uh, doing magic tricks. 
Yes. How do people, I, I just found it fascinating. Then I got into juggling. Then I got into like the whole fixing watches. Then I got into, I just started doing things that I was like, I want to try that. I did a street dancing thing with- um, Street dancing? Yeah, one of my mates, JK, we, we were like, let's do street dancing. So we joined this crew and, and street dance at the Royal Albert Hall, like at 18, me and my mate. What, on stage? Yeah, at the Royal Albert. Me and, me and my mate, we just signed it. We just signed up to Fair this- enough, that's, that's, that's diverse, pretty impressive. Diversity style crew and we, but I was just trying things and like, to people around me at the time, they were like, what are you doing? Like, why are you trying this weird shit? And I was like, I just want to try it. Like, I, it's in, it sounds, it, yeah. and I basically, I looking back, I was searching for a feeling of like, like, oh, street, God, I want to street, I want to dance every day, or I want to make magic every day. Yeah. Like, I remember doing magic tricks in pubs, going up to people, tr do you want me to do, do your magic trick? And after like three, three months of doing it, I was like, nah, this isn't really me. Yeah. And then I think I've always done that. And when businesses haven't felt right, like like watch it, then moved on, match chat, when match chat didn't feel right, I left. And then even then I was like, I wanna do surfing. I don't know why I've always wanted to try surfing. So I threw myself into surfing. But this is the thing, like when I was going out surfing, there was other surfers around me who loved it, who would literally in their heads be like, the only thing, if I only do surfing for the rest of my life, I'll be happy. And I realized after three months of doing surfing or maybe longer, I realized if I only did surfing for the rest of my life, I don't think I'd be that happy. Like I need more. What What is it about Sanctus though that like ticks the box? Because like theoretically, even though Sanctus is great, it wouldn't be the only thing that would give you this purpose in life. Mm. Because, um, I mean, like, like being honest, before it, you you weren't really like that resonant with mental health. Mm. Um, Sanctus has kind of brought you into this new passion. Mm. Um, obviously, you know, business was um, aligned with what you wanted to do, yeah, uh, and definitely with what you were passionate about, yeah. Um, but like mental health, mm. um, as as basically a whole business, is something you probably wouldn't have put uh, one on one together to no. to figure out. So what is it about, what boxes? Especially considering to like a couple of years ago, I was surfing and yeah, I in know. a surf shop. <laughs> um, I, it's so simple for me, like ever since I was young, so when I look back to all those times in my life, when I was playing football, I loved being the captain. I, I was always the captain yeah. and I loved motivating and inspiring people to like get, be the best on the pitch. If ever I could do that, I'd try and and like my little brother and sister always like, can you do more? Like, what can you do in life? Get the most out of life. And basically the common thread throughout has always been me trying to, mates around me, yeah, everything is like trying to get people to get the most out of life. I've always just got this thing of, I really want to have an impact on people and really want to just motivate Bing. them and help them be the best they can be and Bing get the most out of life. Yeah. And most people wouldn't call that mental health, but it, but for me, when I think a lot of the time, poor mental health can hold you back from living fully. It has done for me and I've seen it in my family, it, it does. And when you're like mentally fit or however we wanna put it, when you have good mental health and you start to maybe understand you and, and understand what drives you or who you are, then you can really live life to the full. So. Or, or hopefully, you, you know, you can pursue things that make you feel good and, and live a full life. So 
basically Sanctus is like me scaling me. It's like, I've tried to do that on a one-to-one -one individual basis my whole life. And now I've got this platform and yeah, business that can do that on like a huge scale. And that just, I just wake up every day thinking about that. Then what, what is it though about, if Match Chat was successful and it went really well and the product was there and it went from there, do you still think, like let's say it you were turning out like ridiculous no, amounts now. This, this is why I'm, I'm learning. It's not about being a millionaire at 25. Mm. I used to think, when I looked at these people, the, the thing I used to think was- How, how much money do they have? Ed's, Ed must be a millionaire now. Now he's on the Brits. I, and when I was younger, I'd been brought up with the, the thing of like, you need to make a million. If you make a million pounds in your life, you've made it. It's just this number that in films, in growing up, in books, I've just put it as this number. And I used to think Ed Sheeran's made one million. <laughs> just one. Mm. I was just like, he's made one million. That footballer's made one million. And I just always thought that was the thing that you had to go for. Yeah. But I promise you, like, no money at, ma at Match Chat would have made me want to stay there. So was it the, the company was worth X million. My shares were worth X million, and I walked and I left. I didn't want them. I didn't want to be there. And was it the impact the company made? It's no, it's me doing something that I love. That's how to. That's my, one of my mates texted me last night when I said on Instagram I was going to do talk about being a million, wanting to be a millionaire at twenty five. He was like, mate, you, you're a millionaire already. You've got, look at what you've got. You've got so much, like yeah. you're doing what you love. He was like, do you realize how hard that is to find? And you've got mates and family. Do you realize how lucky you are? And yeah, I, I've, that's what I've realized with these individuals that have been super successful. Ed Sheeran doesn't need to make another pound in his life. And he's coming off live set straight into the studio to make another song because he loves it. Yeah. That is really hard to find, but I think when you find that and you do it for five years, maybe you'll become a millionaire in money terms, but you'll become a millionaire in like so many other ways. It's how we see, it's how we value people, isn't it? Like, yeah. Um, I personally think, and this this is quite philosophical, mm -hmm. um, and I don't know I don't know how accurate it is. Maybe one of the coaches will listen to this and be like, "That's completely wrong." Um, but like nowadays, we aren't. You know, take it 100 years ago, what was your goal as a human? Mm. It was to survive. It was mm. to protect your family and survive uh, and kind of do your job. Um, uh, and it wasn't about enjoying life. It was about just surviving and being part of the civilization. Nowadays, we're lucky. We're, well, I don't worry about survival. Like, worst we're case scenario for me, I go and have to crash at my dad's house. Um, no, like, absolute worst case. Um, and there isn't really a worst case scenario if you think about it like that. Mm. So now we don't have to worry about survival. We have to worry about mm. purpose mm. Um, <laughs> and like going forward to the next step. And it really, really affects us because we like people that don't have that purpose. Mm. But what do you say? Like, how would you go about not having a purpose? And how do you find your purpose? I think it's really, the first thing is, because like, you tried so many different things. Do, yeah. do you think it was purely a matter of like trial and error? Yeah, in my head, I was, I, I just, the way I put it was like, I can't continue doing this because time is the only thing I've got. And if I keep doing this for five years, 
and I look back and think, I've been doing this for five years and I knew I didn't enjoy this and wasn't happy. I couldn't, I don't think I could live with myself. Because it feels like a waste of time. Yeah, and I'm like, I only get this once, so I really want to enjoy it. And I also know how lucky I am to be in that position. Some people aren't in that position. Like I've been brought up, not super, like I'm not super rich background, but like enough to be comfortable, to have the luxury to, like you say, fall back to my parents' house, go to uni. Mm. I'm so lucky to, to be able to do that. So if I've got this fortunate, if I'm in this fortunate place, for me to not make the most of that felt like criminal because some people would kill to have the opportunity I had. Yeah, so for me, pressure to th- and there succeed. is yeah. there's pressure, but I, I put that on myself. Um, and then there's pressure to make that million. Like somebody messaged me after the last episode, such a good point. Like this whole thing of compare this exact thing, comparing yourself to where other people are at at yeah. a certain age. You start thinking, oh, they're doing well at 27. Yeah, yeah. And then you get to my age at 27, and in your head it's like, right, I don't like this job, but to start something else now, if I play out five years, like Ed told me to, I'm going to be 32. What if that doesn't work? What yeah. if I don't make a million and I'm 32? I've got to start again. The way I think about those five years is what if you do nothing and you still feel the same way you feel now in five years and you're still not enjoying it or you're, you're not happy? I think the ultimate the ultimate millionaire is is if you're happy. I think if you can, it is really hard to find purpose. It's really hard to find happiness in life. It really, really is. But you sh- if you keep trying, do you need to set goals? Like, do you, do I, no, you, do you no, have to work on it, or do you? Just, I think you remove those. I think you just focus on you. what makes you happy. Yeah, and if something's not making you happy, find a way to change that if you can, or or stop doing it, and don't worry too much. A lot of the time, it makes no sense. Like, it won't make sense to at a certain age, stop doing something or leave. And to a lot of people from the outside, they'll be like, what are you doing? But to you, you know, deep down, you know this is the right thing. And you've got to just follow that and trust it. Um, even if it's hard. Even if it, short term it's hard, but long term it, it will play out. And I think, yeah, I've changed, to bring it back to the title of like Millionaire at 25, I don't even, I, I think I'm in the best position now to become a millionaire. Do you do you think you're a millionaire in a different sense of the word? But I think I'm in the best position to become a money millionaire with Sanctus at one, maybe in 40 years, 20 years. This is the most, yeah, this is the, but I don't, what I'm trying to say is it's the best opportunity I've had to become a money millionaire, but I do, I've never ever even thought about it. If you, in 20 years, don't have that money what what are you actually going to reflect on though like what would make you regret the last 20 years like if let's say in three or four years or even next year i work i come into the office too many times and i'm like not feeling it i just want to go surfing and i just want to surf then and i have that that too many times and I, I i ignore that and listen to my head and say no sanctus is a good opportunity george you'll make a lot of money with sanctus sanctus will do sanctus is what you want but your gut's like i don't want to come to this office anymore that's that's if i ignore that that's what i'll regret that's what i'll regret not not making any i don't care um yeah find your purpose yeah i think that's 
yeah, I think that's it. And I'm, and and also, I just want to be clear, like I'm absolutely broke right now. Like I've, <laughs> I bet I'm more broke than. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair, but I'm, I'm, I've reinvent. This is the other thing. I've always, I've moved away from home. I've spent money on things that didn't make sense. I've got no savings. <laughs> I've reinvested stuff into different things like Sanctus and 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 moving to places, and. I wouldn't change it for anything. I'd rather have that than 50K in the bank and have saved it because I've tried and tried and tried. And I honestly would be happy having this much money in the bank for the next three or four years as long as I just keep waking up and feeling like Ed and Jordan much do when they gets out on the pitch or gets in the in the studio. Yeah, I don't really, I don't really think much of money unless it's stopping me from having fun. Yeah, you do need... I think yeah. we'll, we'll talk about money in another episode because I think talking about money is super important like you need money to yeah. be able to do and live and it's quite often people like go like it's quite easy to go i i don't need money but you do need some money you need <laughs> yeah yeah and th- and there's there's probably a point where you yeah you get to a point where it's like right money or purpose at times yeah, there has yeah. to be a choice but yeah that's it i think that's it and that's uh, episode three i think that's it millionaire at 25 Million- i'm definitely not a millionaire yeah. at 27 uh, again, I'd love to hear, like, there's a few people that literally inspired this me to talk about this one, so I'd love to hear what other people think on this one. Um, yeah, it, would be good. it would be good to hear, like, if people, when they found their purpose, mm. or if, if they found, if they found, well, like, if, if they're still searching, like, a, a candid, a candid, honest response, like, I, I, I don't know what my purpose I'd is. I'd love it. And we'll maybe bring that into next week. Yeah, fresh. Boom. Cheers. <laughs>